0: There is a lot of talk about red flags of narcissistic abuse, this red flag and that red flag. But there is this one big red flag that most experts on narcissistic abuse do not highlight or do not emphasize enough. This red flag is by far one of the biggest indicators of abuse, narcissistic abuse more specifically. But what is this red flag? What is it all about? Let's find out in today's episode. Hi, I am Danish, a narcissistic abuse recovery professional. In today's episode, we're going to talk about one of the biggest red flags that most people miss to identify. If you're eager to know what it is, please make sure to subscribe to the channel if you haven't already before we begin because your subscription always helps spread awareness about narcissistic abuse. Also, I have created a powerful yet a free healing resource for you. A guide that answers top 10 questions asked by every single survivor of narcissistic abuse. To get instant access, click the I button above or the link in the description. If you dread going to your home and your home has become one of those worst places that you do not want to be at, something is seriously wrong because your home is supposed to be your haven. Your home is supposed to be a place where you just rest and digest, where you just chill out, where you are yourself, where you do not have to act, where you just have to be and that's it. But if your home has become the opposite of it, you need to pay attention because this isn't what should be happening. Now, it's not because you do not want to go home because your work is exhausting and then you're anticipating more work at home and you don't want to do that. Sometimes that is a reason. But this, there is a pattern in all of this. It's not that. It's a gut renting feeling of not wanting to be there, just not going to that place. You would rather spend hours in a park or any other public place, than go back. Why? Because you know, once you're back in that place, you will have to face the narcissist, continuous and relentless abuse. You have to muster the courage and the energy to go back and you have to think for hours beforehand so that you can foresee what could go wrong and how You can make it right, right now. You become extremely controlling because of the unpredictability and the chaos. You do not want to go to your home because you are dead tired of all the drama the narcissist puts you through. You are dead tired of the fatigue that you experience because of being constantly hyper-vigilant and hyper-alert and hyper-attuned to your environment. You're constantly filtering your words, constricting your moves because you do not want the shoe to drop. You do not want to do something wrong that could potentially trigger the narcissist and doing that is not easy. It creates an overwhelming demand on the body and you stay in a constant survival state 24-7, which should not be your dominant state. You're not supposed to function like that. You should be relaxed most of the time. That is how it is supposed to be, but you're not. And that has consumed you, which is why your body just wants to run away. It has been dried of its resources. Once you are inside your home, You are never at peace because the narcissist is constantly hovering over you. The narcissist is constantly following you, constantly looking for some kind of conflict. If there is nothing to argue about, they will bring up something from the past that you said or something that you did and now make that an issue. You can't eat properly, you cannot relax, you cannot watch television. You cannot do things that make you feel happy. So this home has become a place where you go to only to sleep, only to prepare for the next day. It's surprising that you enjoy being out more than being at home. So you try to spend as much time as you possibly can out than being at home. That is not normal. If you have to live outside of your home to feel peace, that means That house, that home is not your place to be in. People run towards their homes because their homes provide them safety and a feeling of comfort. Their homes are their havens, but your home has become your hell. And you should seriously think about that. If nothing else makes sense to you about narcissism, and if you think, well, maybe it's on narcissistic abuse, you need to consider the impact this whole thing is having over you because impact is always greater than the intent. You can go on and ask questions like, well, is he a narcissist? Is she a narcissist? If she was, if he was, then why don't they do this, 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 this? Maybe they don't match the criteria. Maybe there is a conflict that we can resolve. There are disagreements, but maybe it's not narcissism. You need to understand that Nobody feels that way towards their home. Nobody wants to stay out. Nobody dreads going home. Nobody thinks 10 times before saying anything because they are afraid they will say something wrong. If nothing breaks your cognitive dissonance, these questions and this awareness should, because you should become aware of the fact that home is supposed to be a place of comfort and safety, not dread and fair. You need to focus on the impact then the intent because intent may never become clear to you but the impact will always be. You have to look at the things that are happening to you. You have to look at the things this person is doing to you and how they're impacting you, how you're feeling, what are you thinking, are you losing touch with your reality, do you feel you're exhausted all the time? Do you feel this person is acting like an energy vampire who feeds on you and your soul? If your answer is a yes to any of these questions, then I must say you should run, run to the hills. This is not a safe person to be around. Regardless of their levels of narcissism, you should not be with this person because they are your biggest enemy. All of this takes me back to my childhood. I hardly remember a day when I truly desired to be At my home, because I knew after coming back from school what I would have to face. There would be a conflict that was guaranteed to happen around 4 or 5 p.m. My father, who happens to be a malignant narcissist, would get triggered by something my covertly narcissistic mother would say. And then we would have to watch the bloodbath. Something that was beyond our control and that was chronically present in that adverse environment that was beyond our capability to stop it was an extremely unpredictable it would happen anytime anything would spark it and then we'll have to go through the whole cycle of abuse and crying and loneliness and isolation there was no joy there was no happiness there was no sense of togetherness in that family it always felt extremely lonely and painful to be at home it makes sense why i never wanted go back to that place. I would rather spend a night at my friend's place and go back home because I knew at my friend's place I wouldn't have to go through that turbulence. I wouldn't have to face and experience that chaos. I wouldn't have to walk on eggshells. I wouldn't have to wait for the shoe to drop. There was some predictability. Anything, any place that offered me peace, I wanted to be at that place more than I wanted to be at home because home wasn't home for me. It was a form of hell a personal hell that I only knew how to endure. And I'm sure many of you will be able to relate with my experiences because most of us are the products of these narcissistic parents. Most of us grew up in these adverse environments and if you did let me know about your experiences in comments below and help other survivors feel validated. So in a nutshell what I'm saying here is if your home has become the place of your torture if your home is that last place that you want to go to you need to reconsider your choices and you need to look at your decisions again. You need to think about the person that you are with because this is not how you should feel at your home. You should consider the impact more than considering the intent because the intent may never become clear, but the impact will always be clear, always. You have to look at your own emotions, your feelings, you have to take the feedback, from your own body because your body will always tell you the truth. I hope you found this episode insightful. If you did, let me know in comments, drop a like, share this episode with others. I'll talk with you in the next one. Until then, as always, let the healing begin and continue.